Up until 1915, it was legal to mail a child by U.S. mail. In 1914, to save money on train fare, May Piersdorf's parents paid the 53 cents postage and mailed the five-year-old to her grandparents for a visit. She rode the whole way in the mail car and was delivered to her grandparents' house by the mail clerk on duty. Yeah, this one, and we addressed this at several podcasts in the past, I do not believe that this is true. And if you pull it up on Wikipedia, at the end of it, it says citation needed. A story like this, as long as it's been around, like for a hundred years, somebody would have put in a citation or something. I do not believe that this happened. <laughs> the, the mechanics of it, I cannot see anybody doing, and I cannot see any postal person accepting. It just doesn't make any sense to me that this is a true story. Whenever would a kid be 53 cents though? 1914. I wonder how much it costs to send a crate of chickens. I wonder how much the train fare was, like probably about a buck fifty or something. Yeah, how much were they saving? Mm-hmm. A little kid would be crying, and as soon as they he missed his, uh, you know, his lunch. 1914. In 1914, I mean, we took little. Trip how much? Along how the... much was a train fare? That was 1815. 1815, they that mailed was... a kid someplace. No, that the song you're trying to sing. Oh, oh. thanks for hijacking my question. Oh, you did. You totally did. <laughs> oh, what's your question? I'm sorry. I said 1914. How much was a train fare? Yeah, that's see. That's you're the, the one sitting in front of the computer. I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not sure at all. 1914. I'm not even sure that Googles can do that. Well, I mean, really, now, okay, first of all, where is this story supposed to have taken place? Yeah, where is How it How go- far was this kid supposed to be going? I typed in 1914 train fare, and the first thing that comes up on Google is uh, from Reddit, and it's this story. Well, what does Reddit have to say? I have to read, so oh, okay. we'll have to edit. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> in the comments of the Reddit section, someone said in in reference to this this story says, a slave got the name Box Brown for mailing himself north to Philadelphia. Somebody replied, isn't black mailing illegal? <laughs> oh. 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 Well, we just checked a map. That's on- terrible. Oh. That was funny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> We just checked a map, and uh, the person uh, that was on this map went 205 miles from Kansas to Oklahoma, and it has a different name of a person. So either two kids got mailed through the mail, or as I suspect, zero. Well, and here, okay, it said grandparents. On that, it says they're, they, it was the nephew. Well, I can see shipping a nephew more than your grandkid. Yeah, so uh, maybe there's... Nephew, who cares? Grandkid is like your grandkid. But this doesn't sound like a nephew. This sounds like a niece's name. Yeah. And grandparents and stuff. So, okay, we have... Two possibilities, one a boy and one a girl. I continue to be skeptical about this story. It keeps... The story keeps changing. Yep. The story is on the Smithsonian National Postal Museum's webpage. Ah. What's the name of the person? It's the same. Oh, it is? It's May something? I will read. One of the oddest parcel post packages ever sent was mailed from Grangerville to Lewiston, Idaho on February 19, 1914. The 48 and a half pound package was just short of the 50 pound limit. The name of the package was May Pierstoff, three months short of six years old. 
May's parents decided to send their daughter for a visit with her grandparents, but were reluctant to pay for the train fare. Noticing that there were no provisions in the parcel post regulations specifically concerning sending a person through the mails, they decided to mail their daughters. The postage, 53 cents in parcel post stamps, was attached to May's coat. This little girl traveled the entire distance to Lewiston in the train's mail compartment and was delivered to her grandmother's home by the mail clerk on duty. That's according to the Smithsonian's Postal History Museum webpage. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess that may lend some credence to it if they're willing yeah, to put it on their page. Yes, yeah. Okay, so let's say I'm not skeptical anymore. Let's just say I'm cynical now. It's the Smithsonian. How do you argue with the Smithsonian? Yeah, you can't. I know, uh -huh. but uh, I still would love them to like, prove it. So, but apparently it was part of the parcel post program. That's right. how they did it. Yeah, it's not mm -hmm. new. Yeah. They yeah. actually have the name of the postal clerk who delivered her. Uh, Leonard Moschel. Uh, on, a, okay. they, on a cold Friday morning in 1914, Leonard Moschel arrived for work. He was a railroad postal clerk and rode in the mail car that traveled between Grangeville and Lewiston, Idaho. But on this particular morning, he had more than his lunch with him. Accompanying him was his five-year-old cousin, Charlotte May Pierce Pierstorf. Hold on, hold on. It was his? Apparently now, according to this, it's his cousin. Oh, so they he just said, hey, I'm taking advantage of the system. That makes this story when the, when the more feasible. When the postmaster saw May and her small traveling bed, he thought that Leonard was going to buy her a train ticket. Imagine his surprise when Leonard announced that he wanted to mail May to her grandmother. May's train fare would have cost $1.55, ah. a lot of money in those days, but May's parents had discovered that she could be mailed for only 53 cents if the post office would accept May as a package. And, of course, because he was the mail clerk, he Len said, sure. Leonard thought it was a crazy idea, but he agreed to try. Oh, okay. Now, so now it's a postal clerk taking advantage of the system. Not only now do I believe it, but I say kudos. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> we would never think of mailing a human being today, but things were different in 1914. Mail was carried in rolling post offices instead of in the bellies of airplanes or the backs of trucks. Postal clerks like Leonard Moschel would sort mail while trains traveled between towns. If May were mailed, she would have her cousin Leonard's company as well as a safe and comfortable place to ride. Right, okay, mm -hmm. now that makes, okay, I have changed my opinion now. Now I believe that it is true and it is a person taking advantage of the system. When the postmaster checked his book of rules, he found several things that he could not mail. No poisons, no insects, no reptiles, nothing that smelled strongly. Good thing maybe they bathed, <laughs> hopefully they bathed her first. <laughs> According to Leonard, the postmaster had a few funny things to say that morning. Maybe he sniffed May, laughed, and declared that she passed the smell test. Oh. I should read before I joke. Oh. <laughs> Live animals were also forbidden, but the postmaster found that it was all right to send baby chicks by parcel post. So he classified May as a baby chick, weighed her in at 48 pounds, which may have included her small suitcase, and attached 53 cents in postage to her bag. As well as being stamped, May was also addressed. I like this story now. Okay. <laughs> Leonard helped May into the car, and at 7 a.m. the train chugged out of the station. So this, this it's funny because it differs, the story there differs slightly from the Smithsonian story. Yeah, yeah. But this, the one thing I didn't read is that at the end of the Smithsonian story, it had the name Leonard Moschel, and that's yeah. what I looked up, and that's when I found. Ah. Ah. Apparently, the story is true. Apparently. Yes.